The following pre-recorded program is paid for by Channel Mom Media. The show made for moms and families. It's Channel Mom. My name is Jenny, and I'm a mom, but I once lived a more glamorous life as a TV reporter. I was on the nightly news interviewing pop stars and politicians. So when I left TV to become a full-time mother, I quickly found out what we moms are up against. Our world glorifies the rich and famous. For what? I say, let's honor the moms who are raising this world's next generation. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome to Channel Mom. We're so glad you're with us today. We, we have such a great show lined up. I really think this is going to be such an encouragement and, oh, an uplifting show. You know, it's Valentine's Day weekend. We don't, it's not really Valentine's Day this weekend, but it's Valentine's Day weekend. And I thought, I want to do a love show that uh, even with moms who don't feel like they've got a lot going on in their life with, when it comes to love. So we're going to address the single moms and the divorced moms and the widowed moms as well. And we're just going to, we're going to help on love on every single mom. Uh, we have Dr. Emerson Egerich from Love and Respect coming up. And before that, we have something really cool when it comes to moms and fashion and self-care coming up from our friends at Mops. So here is our little introduction. Welcome to Mops on Channel Mom. We're an organization that brings moms together. As a tribe of women raising the next generation, we desperately need each other. That's why Mops connects moms all over the world to a community of women who meet together to laugh, cry, and embrace the journey of motherhood. You belong here. Hi, I'm Mandy Arioto, president of Mops International, here to welcome you to Mops on Channel Mom. Yes, there she is. We just had Mandy on, I think, a week or two ago, and she had so many good tips for our moms. But today we have Kristen Hellenin, who's the new director of development at Mops International, with a very exciting announcement for us for moms to get involved in, but also here to talk about just something fun today. We're not going to get super serious, but you wanted to give moms kind of some fun tips. So first of all, welcome to Channel Mom, Kristen. We're glad Thanks. To- Thanks for having me. We're glad to have you. Okay, so we're going to talk about mothers and fashion, partly because Mops has something coming up, which we're going to tell folks about here in a minute, and you can be invited, and you can be helping Mops at the same time you can be immersing yourself in fashion. But but you're kind of focusing on fashion for an upcoming event because you kind of want to welcome moms into the idea of taking them care of themselves, having a little fun with fashion. And you know what? I think moms struggle with that. Like how much self-care and, and paying attention to my own looks is okay and how much is too much? Do, what do you think of that? That's such a good question. You know, at MAPS, we really focus on holistic self-care of moms. So their mental well-being, their spiritual well-being, relational well-being, and, you know, physical really goes into that for a lot of moms, um, how good they feel about themselves on a daily basis. So just knowing a couple go-to trips, tips and tricks for the season um, can really help a mom when she's time-pressed and really also wants to feel good about ourselves on a daily basis okay i'm kind of excited about this because there are days i feel quite old now that i have two teenagers who think i'm really uncool and so i'm looking forward to those tips um so please lay them out there but i also want to encourage the mom who may feel insecure about her appearance 
who may feel like she needs to lose 50 pounds or like she's aging a lot. I often get that feeling that I'm aging a lot or whatever it is that that might make her feel insecure. And she thinks it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what I try. I want to encourage her. I I think every woman is beautiful in her own way. And that's not a cliche. Um, So just know that. Know that that we love you. We think you're beautiful just because you're a mom, period. Uh, But but tell us some cool, quick fashion tips for the season. The first one is surprising and you're going to love it. Sneakers are back. Oh, cool. So sneakers, it's the biggest trend. Really, truly any sneakers. And you can dress them up. So to put on a little dress, a denim jacket, um, or dress them down. But you're going to find sneakers all over every magazine and everyone right this this season. Okay, sneakers. And they don't have to be Mm -hmm. high-heeled sneakers. Nope. (laughs) Converse, Adidas, yeah, regular sneakers. Regular old sneakers. That is good. I can be comfy. Yes. Because right now I'm wearing high-heeled boots. So, (laughs) yeah. Okay, now what else? Um, so then also jackets are going to be very big this season. So the bomber jacket, utility jacket, leather jackets, and then anything denim. And they're really being playful and feminine. So embroidery, you're going to find all over denim this season, um, on jackets and jeans alike. And then also, um, just some funky hems. Funky hems. Mm-hmm. This is reminding me a little bit of the seventies when you say embroidery. Yes. Yeah, mm-hmm. and I was actually alive in the seventies with, <laughs> and I was cognizant of the seventies. I was not a baby in the seventies. Um, so jacket, like I have a jacket on today, but it's it's almost you know to my knees. Is yep. it, it going to be shorter jackets or any kind of jacket? They're shorter and they're often layered with longer um, longer tops to cover okay. um, underneath. But yeah, shorter jackets. So longer tops. My daughter always says we have to cover our booties. Yes. Um, So longer tops, but then a shorter, cute, cropped jacket above that. Mm -hmm. Okay. Okay. Now, is there a, like, is it to the waist or can you have the really little cute short ones that go like just believe? They're coming up a little bit now. They're getting a little bit higher. Okay. Fun. All right. Any other tips? Um, so sneakers, jackets, yes. And then showing the ankle is a big one and there's really no right or wrong when that comes to that. Um, so denim is going to be rolled up. It's going to be hemmed. It's going to be cropped and anywhere between the mid calf and the ankle is perfect. There's no um, right spot for that to fall. Okay. So I have some of the stuff in my closet you're talking about, so I'm not too depressed, really, about my ability to do this. We can do this, ladies. (laughs) Except maybe trendy sneakers. I might need to have an excuse to go get those. All right. Well, I hope that's fun for people because that's not a lot of pressure. That's not not go out and buy, you know, very fancy cocktail dresses or, you know, that's easy stuff to do. And and you probably already have it in your closet. Mm Mm-hmm. So, so fun. Thank you for those wonderful fashion tips for every mom. Okay. So let's talk about that, that, that sense of self that moms have now now the great thing about motherhood is that we learn to us to a certain degree to sacrifice ourselves mm-hmm. and become unselfish in the way in which we take care of our children so i don't want to demean that i think that's yeah. a beautiful thing that happens to a woman that was maybe super self-centered in her teens mm-hmm. and then when she has a baby in her 20s or 30s she suddenly becomes a way less selfish person i love that yeah. but then sometimes they go too far and they don't take care of themselves at all how do you strike a balance in that when it comes to your physical appearance your emotional health your physical your uh, spiritual well-being yeah. all of it you know, we're seeing at Mops more and more that feeling selfish is the biggest hindrance to self-care. And so if you can um, take the mentality that when you are showing your kids that mommy likes to do art and mommy likes to sing and mommy has interests, then they are growing in their self-confidence to explore their own interests. Um, and one thing that one tip that we love to give moms is to explore something that they were really interested in as a kid. And just kind of pick that up. It's whimsical. It's fun. Um, oftentimes you can do it with your kid, but you don't have to. And that is all part, part of um, holistic self-care. Yeah. Um, 
when Mandy comes on the show, who, of course, is the CEO of Mobs, she says that one of the biggest problems she finds among women is that they feel like they're not enough mm-hmm. and that they're not doing enough, yeah. that they're not measuring up. Absolutely. Um, and so maybe just one more way in which they're attacking themselves is to say, well, I'm being too selfish if I take care of myself. Right. What's a simple, quick tip to just take care of themselves? You know, one thing um, I like to do is before I go to bed, just take five minutes and think of five things that I did really great that day. You um, come up with five? Yeah. Well, you know, it's hard. <laughs> and it's just the process of trying to find something that you're grateful for and to celebrate about mm-hmm. how you were a mom or how you were a great woman that day um, is a complete mindset shift from here's all the things I did not accomplish today. Yeah. Because yeah. I think a lot of us look at our to-do lists or whatever notes we had on the refrigerator or whatever and think, mm-hmm. ugh, I, what did I get done today? Yeah. I remember when I, I now a mother, of, I am now a mother of teens, but when I was a mom of toddlers and I was in mops, my famous line when my husband would come home and I'd be in my sweatpants and there'd be banana peels on the floor mm-hmm. and toys everywhere, I would look at him and I'd say, I got nothing. <laughs> like, like I got nothing that I'd done that I can brag about. You know, he, you were at work all day making money and doing great things. Mm-hmm. I got nothing. And I think women can feel like that at the end of the day. But, but that's great for them to think up five things that they have done well. Okay, so tell us about this great event that you have coming up for Mops that involves fashion. We are so excited. It's our third annual Darling Fashion Fundraiser. And we have actual Mops moms at our, as our models. So oh, cool. we really get to focus on their story and they get really vulnerable and honest with our audience. And it's just a fun way to celebrate them as a woman while also enjoying spring trends. Um, Ever Eve, a really great mom retailer, yeah. um, who's actually started by a former Mops mom. She um, felt empowered after the leadership training she received in Mops to start this company. And so it's fun it to It used to have a different them. name. And in fact, strangely enough, the jacket I'm wearing today is from that retailer. Oh, and it's Th- cute. Their old, thank you. Their old name was what? Hot Mama. Hot Mama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And my mommy bought me this jacket at Hot Mama. But they are now Ever Eve out of Minnesota, I believe, where I yes. grew up. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's their fashions. Yes. And they have over 70 locations. So Mops moms all around the country can find these. Awesome. And um, we just have a really fun night. Okay, so t- for any mom that wants to go and help mm-hmm. Mops raise money for their scholarships and, and just the great cause of Mops yes. to encourage moms of, of babies to, to just know that they're doing an important job and, and help them do it even better, how can somebody participate in this? Yeah, you just go to mops.org forward slash darling. And we are at Mile High Station this year. We outgrew our venue. The event is growing, growing, growing. Yeah. And so we'll be at Mile High Station. It's from uh, April 6th from 6 to 10 p.m. And just a really fun night. And we say our dress is a chic attire. So really, whatever makes you feel fun for a fun celebration out with your friends is what you should wear to that event. You could wear a short jean jacket and tennis shoes. You could. And you could show a little ankle, according to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh All right. I've learned some things about fashion from you. Um, All right, great. And that's also, of course, mops.org is where folks can go and, and sign up. Look, mops changed my life. I mean, literally, it changed my life. It brought me really into a relationship with God. It, it helped me to embrace motherhood and not think I needed to be back in my TV career. And, and, and not to say that women shouldn't work and also have right. children, but I decided that I could just be a mama for a while because I had a husband who allowed me to do that and because he was making enough money. But Mops changed my life and, and I think made me so much better of a mom. And I just want every mom to get involved in it if they can. So Mops.org and they can go sign up for a, a group there, right? 
Yes, you can sign up for a local group um, or sign up for the event. Okay, wonderful. Yeah, sign up for the fashion event. I, I kind of want to go. Can I go? Absolutely. Okay. We'd love to have you. Awesome. Thanks for being with us, Kristen. Thanks, we appreciate Jenny. it. Okay, that is our mop segment for the day. Oh, I do love them. And they, they are a huge blessing and a help to moms. Coming up, we are going to have Dr. Emerson Egrich in the house in honor of Valentine's Day with the biggest tip he can give you for your love relationships. And I hope that's going to be help. Also, just a quick note, we've got blogs this week from guest bloggers. Kristen and Amber are talking about things to help a mom where she most struggles. Overcommitting and getting angry and, and blowing a gasket too easily. Some tips to avoid both of those things, overcommitting and uh, losing your temper. And that's at channelmom.com. But stay tuned now for Dr. Emerson Egerich coming up to talk to us about love. This is Jenny from Channel Mom, and if you're a mom, I know that you give your all for your kids, but sometimes it feels like no one even notices what you do. That's why we aim to give back to moms like you through Channel Mom outreach, coffees, and awards. First, our outreach helps moms with marital struggles, parenting issues, depression, and more with help from our amazing partners like Mops and Love and Respect. We also love to reward moms with our One Amazing Mom Award and a grant for single homeless moms. So go to ChannelMom.com to connect with our outreach or simply attend one of our Channel Mom coffees for inspiration and encouragement. Finally, I'd like to hear from all the moms out there. I'd love to hear your mom's story, what you need in your life, your advice, or what you'd like to hear on Channel Mom Radio. Reach out to us at Channel Mom, one word, on Facebook, Twitter, or Instagram. And please come support us in our mission to love, coach, and encourage moms. You can come to ChannelMom.com and push the donate button and help us to continue ministering to moms. It's Channel Mom Radio with Jenny Dean Schmidt. We're here for you. Hey, welcome back to Channel Mom on this special Valentine's Day weekend for all of you. I, I, I really want to help and bless moms today. I know that there are some moms who hurt on Valentine's Day, but we're here to help you with love relationships, even if it's about your children. Maybe it's not about a spouse. Maybe it's about your children. We have what I like to say is the love doctor in the house to make a house call with us on our Valentine's Day show. He is Dr. Emerson Egerich, and he's the author of a very popular, well, basically it's a franchise and a concept and a New York Times bestseller, Love and Respect. It it contains the secret to making marriage and relationships work. He has helped save thousands of relationships. He's also penned Love and Respect in the Family, Mother and Son, The Respect Effect, and his new book is releasing in July of 2017 called Before You Hit Send, dealing with how we communicate on the internet, really big stuff. He's in. He's here today in honor of Valentine's Day, the doctor of love, Dr. Emerson Egerich. Welcome to Channel Mom, Doctor. <laughs> love it. I love your introduction. That's great. Thank you. The doctor... I should, Sarah, she says that I'm loving. 
I said that to my wife over there. Okay. okay. Well, I hope she doesn't think that I'm that I'm saying that in some kind of weird flirtatious way. I'm just no, no, saying no, you're no, the no, love no, doctor. No, no. Yes. No, you're I'm, you're honoring me as a man who knows a lot about love, and maybe Sarah might differ with you. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I get it. I fully get it. Okay. I have um, I've kept over our friend from Mops, Kristen, who's in the house, and she's going to ask some questions along with me. But but why don't we get just right out of the gate for for a mom who's listening today? What is your number one tip for her? For our Valentine's Day weekend, when we focus so much on the love relationship, especially the romantic love relationship, what's your number one tip for her? Well, every woman is designed by God to be special. She wants to be that special person. You know, the whole idea, does he really love me as much as I love him, given that she's in love with her husband? I mean, we know that there are some women who are not. But generally speaking, women love to love. And you have to wound a woman at the level of intimacy to get her to stop loving. She within her nature to nurture she wants to connect and she wants to be special and she wants him to feel about her in the way that she feels about him and so that's the longing of her heart and these occasions like valentine's are those moments where she's hoping that he will you know express just how special uh, she is to him but of course this can create some real tension and uh, it doesn't always uh, meet with the full expectations, and that's why sometimes the the downside to Valentine's is that she feels deeply disappointed, and this becomes symbolic to her that maybe he doesn't care about her as much. And I think we've all heard this kind of uh, scenario, and, and sure. it's painful. So one of the challenges that I always extend is for a woman, first of all, to get in tune with that, and that's okay. God has made you that way, and that's how He's designed you. But the challenge always is, do you want to then reproach your husband from the standpoint of saying, you need to make me feel special. You need to make me feel special. You need to surprise me. You need to romance me. You need to make me laugh. And those are the expressions that many women have said. I want him to make me laugh, to surprise me, to romance me, and and, uh, and I want to feel special. And all of that is stated very innocently, and every woman empathizes with that. But what, what that does, it places the demand on the husband then to perform, and the hope is that these comments are going to energize him to do that. And on occasions they do. But maybe another side is, could we actually motivate and energize our husband to do that by coming at him in a different way? And that's part of the challenge I sometimes like to extend, that you can be as effective, if not more effective, if you take a different angle, even though that may not be fair to you whatsoever. Okay. So, so you're going to give us the angle, and then Kristen has a follow-up question for you. So, so what is the angle they take? I mean, yeah, you're right. Most women I know really yearn to feel loved, and, and sometimes we give love to our men the way that we want to get it, and, and they don't necessarily receive it that we want. We want hugs and flowers and kisses and chocolate and, and um, him to tell us how beautiful we are and take us out to dinner, and, and, and you know, maybe that's not what he wants from us, and, and maybe he doesn't know how to give it to us when we, it's what we want. So what would you say to a woman uh, about how she should approach wanting love. Well, I think you've described very well, I think, the expectation. And again, God's designed you that way, but one of the points we make is there are two people in the marriage, and your sweet daughter-in-law is going to have the same attitude uh, toward your precious baby boy that you realize may not be tracking with her to the extent that she wants, and she's going to be very critical and judgmental of him because he fails to be to her what she longs for him to be. And this becomes a real sad point to many women. But here's something that I would recommend. And what we want is for this husband to express these fond feelings of love and affection that he has for you in his heart. And that is, I think, the real goal. And the question is, how do you 
discover that? How do you draw that out? How do you do this in such a way? And sometimes this frontal, uh, you know, approach of saying, you know, you need to love me. You, you, you need to love me. You need to make me feel special right now. I'm mad at you. You're not making, I mean, we all know that that goes over like a Led Zeppelin. Yeah. So here's one of the things that I encourage. Let's say we, we like to write love notes as a woman, but what if we wrote what I call a respect note to him based on Ephesians 5.33 where God commands the husband to love, which is her need, but he commands the wife to put on respect, which apparently is his need, not his narcissism, but he has a need. So I know that almost every man married would die for his wife. Literally, he'd give his life for her. And Jesus Christ said, no greater love is a man than this, that he lay down his life for his friend. Now, he may not be as sentimental or sensitive as she is, because he's not a woman, but he would sacrifice his very life, and according to Jesus, he's very loving. So you might write what I call a respect card. Not a love card, but a respect card. Say something like, I was thinking of you the other day, that you would literally die for me. That is an overwhelming thought to me. Thank you. And then sign it this way, with all my respect, with all my respect. Sign it that way. Yeah. And maybe a P.S., the one who still admires you. Okay? Now, I'm going to tell you, ladies, trust me, we've done this enough now over 15 years. I've had men who heard that just stated in conference, stated the way we did. They start sobbing. Men start sobbing. They literally lose it because this is tapping into them something that women don't understand. And so what this does, though, it creates fond feelings of love and affection in his heart. He, he softens. He moves toward her. He connects. And this isn't fair to her, perhaps, to write the, love, the respect note to him when she's longing for the love note from him. I get that. We can argue all day long. We yeah. can argue against your sons as well. But my feeling here is if she does this, watch what happens. Now, it's not a theory or formula. It's meeting his need. But when you meet that need to feel respected for who he is as a person, not based on his performance, when you show that kind of respectful, positive regard toward his spirit, when you say something like that in a note, almost every man I know softens and moves toward and starts getting affectionate, not even with sexual intent. Uh-huh. So I'm thinking maybe they should write that note and give it to him on February 13th. So that maybe there's a chance for a love back on the 14th. I, I know Kristen has a follow-up question for you based on that kind of love. And, and you are really good with the English language. So I'm just going to tell you we've got four minutes left. And Kristen has a quick follow-up question. This is Kristen from Mops International. Yeah. Go on a- ahead and ask Dr. E your question to do with loving your husband or actually respecting your husband on Valentine's yes. Day. Hi, Dr. E. Yes. Um, so my question is, respect is not number uh, the lady's number one needs, so but it doesn't always come as natural to us and how to show it, like you were mentioning. Um, I love that respect card idea. What other ideas do you have for us that we could do on Valentine's Day, especially, or just you know year-round, um, that we could very intentionally show our husband's respect with? Good question. Well, the excellent question, and that's why I wrote the book, because women are not mean-spirited. Women love, they love to love, as we point out. They want to connect with their husbands. And this idea of respect is so foreign. It is so foreign. And so part of the challenge is to bring definition to that, and partly I did. But I think, again, coming to a point where we, we, you know, when we talk about this, many women say, well, I don't feel in respect for him. It would be hypocritical for me to show it. He's not superior to me. I'm not inferior to him. You know, he hasn't earned it. He doesn't deserve it. I'm not going to lose a sense of self or identity. I'm not going to set the feminist team back 50 years. I certainly am not going to come in with bomb-bombs and just worship him and get him license to do whatever he wants to do. And I'm not going to subject myself to emotional abuse or be treated like a doormat. But other than these things, Dr. Emerson, I'm really open to hearing what you have to say about this. And I think, Kristen, what we're really up against is the fear that women 
women have. Women are not mean-spirited, but they feel that this is marginal at best, and maybe it's feeding his narcissism at worst. And what we have to step back and ask ourselves as women, and this is the strength women have, does my husband have a need that I don't have? Does he have a need to feel that I respect him for who he is, created in the image of God, apart from his inadequacies? That I, just as a woman, needs to be loved for who she is, apart from her performance. I mean, every woman shuts down on that. If I, you know, I'll love you uh, only if you look like a Dallas Cowboy cheerleader. Well, men too, though they don't put a voice or vocabulary to it and don't cry, they have this sense that, you know what, you only respect me if I'm performing or jumping through hoops. Or he'll say, you know, I don't deserve this disrespect. Everybody respects me but you. And so there's a huge misunderstanding. So part of the challenge is to think through, what does it mean for me to honor the spirit of my husband? How do I view my husband in the way that Christ views him? And can I honestly, with integrity and authenticity, send a message of honor and respect, like the respect card? that he would literally die for you. So, you so for, 40 that. seconds. What else besides 40 seconds? What beside a respect card should she give him? Well, I think just verbalizing with the vocabulary of word, I admire, I respect, I appreciate, I, av- I value. These are huge in the male arena. He knows you love him, but he doesn't necessarily know that you like him. Yeah. That's great perspective. Thank you. Yeah, it is. It is. It's good. It reminds me every time. And I'm, I always vow to, to go back and, and speak differently to my husband and have shoulder to shoulder time. Now, football season's over, but I can sit shoulder to shoulder and watch hockey or baseball or something like that. Dr. E, you're always a blessing. And you're going to be on with us next week to talk about your new book before you hit send and also to give more love relationship advice. Loveandrespect.com or .org. .com.org. Which is it? Uh, dot com. Uh, dot com. Love and, Love and respect. respect dot com. com. Okay. Thanks so much for being on the show, Dr. E. And thank you, Kristen, for being on the show as well. Thanks, Jenny. Okay. Please go check us out at channelmom.com. If you feel led to chat with us, tell us your needs, tell us your questions, maybe follow up to Dr. E and we can get the question to him at Channel Mom on Facebook and Twitter or go to Channel Mom and you can donate there to us to support our ministry. We'd be so grateful. God bless you. Have a great weekend. If you enjoy what you hear on Channel Mom Radio, and if you believe the media should be doing more to support moms and encourage families, then why don't you come alongside the efforts of Channel Mom? We'd like to offer you our partner package today. We'll send you a Channel Mom's Best Tips for Moms, as well as a beautiful bling t-shirt when you sign up to be a partnering monthly donor at ChannelMom.com. We live in a world that demeans the importance of moms and belittles the value of family. Research shows the family is breaking down in America. But Channel Mom aims to stop the family breakdown, starting with the moms. We depend on our donors to help us, to put this show on the air, and to do outreach for mothers on the ground, supporting them in their parenting, marriages, addiction issues, and more. So become a Channel Mom partner today and be a part of the change you want to see for mothers and families. Just go to ChannelMom.com and click on Give to CM and you'll see our donate button there. From the moms at Channel Mom, thank you. And may God bless each mom and her family.